Welcome to One Shot Dungeons episode 5. I am your DM, Kyle. We're with our reoccurring player, Jakey, playing as Cypress. And today we're joined by our friend, Chris. Uh, not the same Chris from the last two episodes, a different one. Cool. Uh, Chris, what do you know about D&D and what's your experience? I know you're a new player. Uh, is there anything you know about it? Absolutely nothing. Love me some nerdy shit, though, so uh, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, awesome. it's just a dice-rolling nerdy game. That's the best part yeah. of it. Well, uh, let's get into today's session. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Down with the Hop Valley. Wow, Maker's Mark. I haven't had that in a fucking age. All right. Makers. Yep. All right. Cyprus, we follow you once again. Just currently leaving Ekra's house. Uh, you stumble into the streets drunkenly after he just gave you a pack full of some of your maps and your ring that you just acquired. Um, it's the middle of the night at this point. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna so I'm gonna go out to the main gate and I'm gonna go to the Hagendash Harbor and start making my way uh to the next city. Okay, so you're just going straight through then and yeah. heading on out. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah, you make your way through the town. At this point, I mean, where are we at? Pretty deep in the night, but the streets are packed. This is a shitty broken down camp. And clearly the party is the main life of the city. You make your way through. It takes you a few moments. Some drunken people stammer across the way trying to get into some fights with you. Uh, it's a pretty simple little trip, but they all respect you, the people that you're walking through. So they recognize you as coming through the Blood Dome itself, and you make your way to the main gate, and it's still closed currently. You see two guards at the top of it, uh, just kind of guarding and staring out the outside as the main gate itself is closed. Uh, what are you going to do? Am I able to tell if Duncan is there again? They're just shadows the top of the wall. And the wall stretches about 25 to 30 feet up in the air. And you just kind of see shadows of men kind of walking back and forth, but covering the main gate itself. I'm going to make the assumption that it's about the same time of night, maybe a little later in the day that Duncan was there. So I'm I'm going to call out, uh, hey, Duncan Stone, Stonewall. You hear a voice shout back down, uh, what the fuck you want? Can you open the gate, please, sir? Uh, you see a man peer down over the side of the railing as he looks at you, uh, and he says, how the fuck did you get in? I got in in my ways, and the King Throng, he knows me personally, and he'll can uh, attest for my actions here, and I've done nothing but great things. 
uh, he's kind of questioning you as another man. You see walk up behind him another shadow as he approaches and taps him on the shoulder and begins whispering into your, his ear and uh, says, you just kind of hear him like, you don't hear anything. You just kind of see them talking back and forth to each other as he says, he shouts out and he says, motherfucker, how'd you get through the goddamn blood dome? He says, look, get the fuck out of my camp. Otherwise, I'll hang you on the wall myself. And you begin to hear the gate rise as just the clanking of chains clinks over and over and the gate begins to draw in front of you. In front of you, you see just a dense desert with a small dirt trail kind of leading through it and heading out. Bye, Duncan. Thanks for the help. And then I'll head head down the trail. Uh, As you say that, you just see him lift up his middle finger and hang it over the side of the wall towards you. Clearly not happy with you getting in. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So it's deep in the night at this point, and you begin making your way down the trail. Once I escape out of the gates and say the goodbye to Duncan, I'll rest against the uh, right outside the main gate. So where it opens, I'll be about five feet to the right. Okay. So just right outside of the gate. Yeah. 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 I'm like, okay. I'm pretty drunk. I need to take a rest. You make it through. You're eight hours or so, and uh, you get kicked awake as you just, like, feels yourself shift. You get a nice smack to the side of your rib cage, and the light just begins to blind you as the sun is now reflecting off of the sand right into your fucking eyes, and you see Duncan standing over you, and he says, uh, thought I told you to go. I left your town, man. I'm sorry. I'm... That's fucked up to wake me up. I had a lot to drink. Your Your town is fucking livid. You're drinking all the time. Just need to. I need to relax. I haven't drank this much in a long time. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Just get the fuck and move on before I hang you from the wall myself. Like I said. All right. All right. And I reach out to shake his hand. He kind of reaches out and he shakes it half-heartedly as he pulls his hand away and just kind of shoves you with his hand as well at the same. So he shakes it and just kind of pushes your back afterwards and just yeah. points you towards the trail. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. I'll I'll see you again some time in the future, but uh, I really appreciate your uh, hospitality. <laughs> and I'll start walking towards uh, down the path. All right. As you say that, he just says, uh, hope not. So it's now early-ish morning. It's about 8 a.m. or so. So the sun's arising and it's gleaming over all the sand. Um, you've been making your way down. Your head is just beaming from all the light. You got quite a bit of a hangover. Roll a perception check for me. Well, we'll start that out with a one, and uh, I'll get that out of the way real quick. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Your hangover is just killing you, and you're kind of just walking with your eyes closed to try and keep the light out of you. Uh, You get a bit queasy feelings within your gut. Uh, You haven't had much water, and it's getting pretty hot out already, and it's early early in the morning um you make your way about an hour or so and as you kind of roll over a hill at the base of a hill about half a mile to a mile in front of you you see a horse carriage kind of getting drawn through this little dirt path throughout the desert itself um you're slowly coming up onto it as you now see a man in a dark cloak being drawn by uh two horses in a small little cart um yeah, and you begin coming up to it. Uh, you don't really have quite an eye on him yet. 
but he's heading on down the trail slowly. And how far away am I from this guy now? You're about point? half a mile at this point, probably. Half a mile. Oh, shit. Yeah. You can just see, like, him kind of going on down. Uh, In my hangover state, I'm like, oh, my God, I got to... I need to take the, I gotta get a ride from this guy. I, I can't walk all the way to fucking the, the harbor from being this hungover. I gotta, I gotta get there quickly. So I'm going to try to shuffle a little faster to like get a ride from this guy. Roll an athletics check a disadvantage for me. Oof. That's bad. Hmm. Don't need to roll a disadvantage because that's a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Two ones in a row. Okay. So you're kind of like oh shit, I might have a chance. As you begin taking off, you just throw up onto the side of the trail as it just like kind of <laughs> sinks into the sand. It's just a nasty, dark throw up. It's not a nice, clear one. It doesn't feel good. It almost makes you sicker the second you do it. But you manage to burst it out uh, and you're almost slowed down by it. It takes you another mile or so to finally catch up to this carriage as you see this man in a strange gold mask kind of turn his head and look over at you as you just are beating sweat and just, you look like shit. I mean, it's hard to say it any other way. I don't know. <laughs> On my throw up in the past, like, fuck you, Ezra! Sir, sir, please stop your carriage. I need a ride. You want to go ahead and describe yourself, Chris? I am a bright, shining piece of armor like you've never seen before, cloaked under some dark cloth with dark eyes. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, like as I look at him, I'm like, "Sir, sir, please, I need a ride." And I like kind of glance at him and I see that that shining armor, and it kind of like it hits me even more after I throw up. Like that, just like beaming light. Just kind of like, oh, Jesus. All right, yeah. And I kind of turn her, turn away. So you want to ride, huh? Yes, I guess I with do. the prison break, it might benefit the both of us if we had to hag and dash ourselves together. So if you want to hop on in, that might work. Okay, yeah, I, I promise to keep you safe. I just, I'm a little hungover, so give me a couple yeah, minutes no, to re- recuperate. Yeah, no, no vomiting on my carriage. Well, I threw up on the way here, so I think I'm okay. Good. <laughs> the horses uh, won't I... like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I stumble in and try to open up the carriage and get in. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's just a simple little box carriage with little back doors. Uh, He's got some goods stacked in the back of it, and he's got two ho- two big brown horses pulling it. Um, Each one weighs like three kilos. <laughs> oh, they're big, big horses. ass horses. They got to mm-hmm. pull you through the sand, through the mud. They're you have work horses pulling you mm-hmm. through this shit. Um, can we uh can we get a, a a freedom measurement in that? What's 3 kilos to American? <laughs> <laughs> Need to know basis, my friend. <laughs> You're asking the uh, wrong person for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, because uh, people do like a kilo of cake, cocaine. They, it, it doesn't seem like that much. These are fucking okay. small. That is pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you make three kilos. Three kilos. Three hella kilos. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? 
<laughs> so you got some big ass horses Kilo pulling time. you guys through the sand. <laughs> okay, so real quick, three kilos is six pounds. <laughs> Those are small horses. Or very okay, underfed. Well, hey, maybe I meant like six thousand pounds. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so they're hefty fuckers. Like, like, like you know, I weigh two bucks. You know. All right, so I I stumble into the carriage. I just like lay there, and then I kind of like open my eyes, and I'm looking around. Is there like a is there an opening to see this new character that I found? Yeah, it's an open carriage that you're in. It's just kind of basically a trailer that he's pulling along oh. with him that has a seat in the front of it. Um, so w- w- I think of like the New York carriages where it's like they sing to you as you fucking take a yeah, ride. Yeah, it's not that. This is this is he's simple. sitting at the front, and the back of it is basically a truck bed. There's barrels and sacks, and just basically goods. Oh, okay. Laid across the bottom of this thing, you find a few sacks that you can lay on if you'd like to, but it's not some fancy carriage that you can have a nice seat in and smoke a cigar. Okay, like, I understand. Yeah, but yeah. I don't want him laying on my goods for my people, so he needs to sit in the seat. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll I'll sit in the middle of the in the middle of this uh, trailer. Don't worry. I'm. Uh, I think I'm sobering up a little bit. So as you guys begin drawing deeper down the trail now, uh, you guys have about two and a half hours, three hours before you hit the forest. Um, is there anything you guys are going to kind of discuss on the way, or is there a back to this trailer? Can I lean up against it, like look forward? Yeah, it's a small little hitch. Like it's a little like latch door that you managed to hop over easily enough with barrels kind of lined on all the ends and some bags kind of tucked up to the front. But there's enough room to like lean up against the back door and rest okay. against. Uh, I, I wrestle. I, I wrestle myself up to the back door and like lean up in the back hitch of the trailer where it opens. And I'm like, "What's your name, friend?" Orokos. Yours. Orokos. Orokos, you heard correctly. All right. Well, I just want to make sure that I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm Cyprus. I really appreciate the ride. I've had a wild night at uh, Throg's camp. I don't know if you've ever been there. They party hard. Only heard tales. I don't stop and do that stuff. All right. Where, well, where are you heading? I'm trying to go to uh, the harbor. Headed to Hagendash. Hagendash. All right. That's uh, That works out for me. I'll uh, I'll make sure to keep you safe from all those uh, vagrant prisoners. Oh, I think we'll be just fine. I didn't need you anyways. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I appreciate that favor. I've uh, run into some good luck lately. So, as you guys continue on down the uh, dirt trail leading throughout this deep desert, uh, it takes you about two and a half hours or so before you finally begin to see the sand wear off and some foliage growing and trees kind of spiking up randomly. Um, You break into the deepest part of the forest now as you're, you've been down the trail many a times, both of you. Well, not both of you. Um, You have Ocrest and Cypress. You've been down at once. You remember this spot that you passed by once before. Um, As it finally shifts from sand to dirt, to trees growing everywhere. Um, So another hour or so travel following the main trail down, you guys begin to pass us. It's a decent sized little town sitting to your right. Um, 
as you guys continually roll past now that curve in the trail, you're heading deeper now past the mountains as the high peaks begin to spike and just obscure all of your vision over the horizon. Um, the forest on your right begins to get deeper and deeper as you now lead into the trail itself with trees just kind of surrounding you on each side. Um, as you get deeper into the forest, you begin to hear the screams of a man coming from the left side of you off to the west of the trail. You just hear the loud yell of a man screaming out as it just kind of goes silently for a moment. Uh, Orcos, are you uh, willing to go check that out with me? Oh, absolutely. I'm a man of helping out people in need, so I think uh got to hop into that. I'm feeling a little bit better from that hangover. It's been a little while. I think I've recuperated yeah, I a little bit. I think we should go investigate that. All right. And uh, I'm pulling my carriage off to uh, like a, a darker side that's kind of hidden behind some bushes and stuff. That way it's not exposed to the trail. That's smart. Okay. Yeah. As you, so Cypress, as you two pull off to the side of the trail and he stops, you hear the screens kind of deafen in the forest. Um, and then once you hear across, oh my God. Oracross. Oracross, the goddamn name. I help make, and I forget it. Uh, Oracos, you hear him step off of the his little sitting post, and you just hear the clanking of metal set down deep into the dirt as it almost sinks in an inch or two, and you just hear the grinding of metal as he kind of loosens himself up to get ready to begin this march. Um, you two begin kind of marching into this forest. Um, Oracos. Orcas, yeah. Orcas, I've been in this situation not two episodes ago. We have to make a little haste because last time I showed up to a situation like this, everybody was dead except this girl. Yep. And I do not want to be put in a situation where I'm put in taking care of a little girl because I don't know how to handle that situation. So we got to go. And I start like, I gotta, I'm going to run. Full book it. You're running? Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you running behind him or are you just kind of walking? What are you doing? I'm, yeah, I'm running yeah. full speed with him. We got to go. You're going with him? We're going with him. My fucking cape flying in the wind. We're going. My metal's clanking. I'm, I'm a little bit slower. I'm trying to keep up because yeah. I'm, I'm heavy. I'm steel. I'm iron. I'm clanking. Okay. You know, I, I'm falling, you know, step by step behind, but I'm, I'm working. I'm working there. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, you two begin just running into the forest at this point. Um, the metal clanks of Oracos. You're not sure why yet, Cypress, but you just hear this metal clanking. And, like, all you've seen is, like, a tight robe on this guy almost. But, like, for some reason, it just sounds like he has a plate of armor built around him. Um, as you guys sprint into the forest now, you see one large feathered bear just leaning over the side of a tree as it's just ripping and tearing into some of the bark and you I'm see ripping it the tearing. Ripping and tearing. You just see crimson red just flying off and shattering against trees as this massive bear is just pulling into the meat of something beneath it. Um 
yeah, it has no idea that you two are running up on it as you see a large owl bear just tearing apart a man. You see the man covered in royal armor of the Witten Empire. Some of the guards you would have noticed from beforehand, uh, Cyprus, and clearly some of the ones you know, Akros, as it's just tearing this person apart to pieces and just eating some of the flesh. But it's just going to town on this person who has just recently died. Um, yeah, and the back is just facing to you, and it has no idea that you guys are there. What are you guys doing? So that guy's dead. Do we know that they've dead? Yeah, oh, we know they're dead. He, you just see this thing. It's just it's obvious. tearing him to pieces at this mm-hmm. point. Like, it is just blood and guts that this thing is eating, but it hasn't taken notice to you guys. And it appears to be a guard of the Witten Empire. Oh, the bear itself is a, a guard. No. <laughs> the person no, that's sharing the guard. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a whole bear is a guard. What threw me I off? Mean, because. Empire is really advanced <laughs> now. They're training bears and stuff. So they're like, you know, from a different European continent. Yeah. You know I'm saying? It's <laughs> Russia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Russia trained bears. <laughs> we all know that. Uh, all right. Well, now I'm a little uh, thrown off. So we show up to the spot. We see this owlbear just murder this uh, Witten Empire guard. Doesn't realize that we're there. There's nobody else in sight. Are we looking to see if? Are we looking to see if the that guard's by himself? Uh, Orikos, you're kind of looking past the fact that this thing is getting teared apart and as you peer around the forest you're noticing that this soldier might have been alone and there's clearly no backup for him and he is dead at this point like there is no saving him well i think we better avenge him and uh check his body for any important information okay well i don't know that information so i'm gonna gonna hold back and just uh, wait for Oracost to take action. I th- I think that uh, at this point that this guy is dead and there's nobody else around, so I'm just going to try to step back from the situation and not uh, anger this bear anymore. Uh, I'm attacking. Okay. Uh, Ooh, is there okay. a spell you want to use, possibly, Chris? Fire. It's a bear. <laughs> All right. So fireball? All right. Okay. It works. So go ahead. All right. Oh, whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. This no, is no. going to be a lot of D6s. I was going to do my thing. Oh. Let me okay. do my thing. All right. Pyro Verato. So uh, as you step up, kind of you lean against a tree and you power out your rod as just the large fire blast just now blows through the forest, colliding into the back of this bear as just flames explode into the area uh you just hear it let out a large scream i need you both to roll initiative for me now um as you slam this large fucking blast of fire into its back you see most of the feathers that are covering this bear just roasting off as you just see skin now and it just like in its rage of already tearing a person apart it switches around and makes it a complete 180 as it just peers onto you across okay. and sprinting towards you as you're leaned up against a tree it just swings one large claws it just collides 
directly next to you and it's now face to face with you but it's missed its attack um up next we have you cypress as you're probably 10 feet back from oracost in the tree and the owl bear two feet in front of oracost standing so just right a few steps apart i i get a glimpse of that fireball that he uh just released on this owl bear and i'm like all right we're just going to burn this guy. So I throw I throw another fireball. Uh, not fireball, but fireball at this uh, creature. Okay. After it had been hit once before by that, it just, you strike now a bolt into it as just more flames just collide into the bear's shoulder as it just screeches out as you see the large beak just open up and cowl back once again. Um, Okaras, now it's your turn. The bear is just you and the bear in between each other at this point. We are staring at each other grill to grill. Yeah. And I'm just looking him in the eyes and I'm just like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? You know what I think I'm going to do? You know, why well, try to fix something that's not broken? We're going for another fireball. Another. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Wait. Wait, wait, pause. So, <laughs> I'm going for a duplicate. You, no, there's nothing wrong with going with Once you're, You've already done it. You've already done it. But when you're but, standing that close, you're going to have to roll as well to not take the damage. This is mean? a blast effect. It's a blast effect. 20 foot radius around where you point it to, and you're about five feet away from this beast now. So once you blast this, you're also going to have to roll to make sure that you don't take damage to do this. Unless you do it far oh, enough away. This says, oh, it says fear. Yeah. All right. Still fireball. Fuck yeah. Uh, go ahead and make a dex check. Dex save for me, please. So you roll a dexterity save. 17. 17. Okay. Uh, 17 minus one. So, as you cast this, you just like, you see this large owl bear just gripping around this tree limb. And as you just throw your file ball to the ground, you manage to, like, as you're throwing it, you do just a jump backwards as you begin kind of tumbling backwards about five or six feet back from the tree. You get yourself out of range. But at the same time, you see this owl bear just begin to like backtrack as he sees this thing happening. It's just a large explosion blasts out into the tree range. Um, neither of you guys hit, sadly. So up next is the owl bear. Need as he just finally tumbles back onto its feet and he just charges back straight at you, Oricus. Um Oh, he's charging back at me. He's going straight back at you. He dodged out of your fires as he's now running at you. Wow. Uh, so I dodged out of my own. You dodged out of your own, and he dodged out of it as well, sadly. I just shot um, that at the ground, and we're both bounced out of that circle. So we're probably about 20 feet apart by now, at least. At least yeah. Actually, about 40 feet apart. Uh, He jumped if that's back got about, a about, feet, or about 20 feet radius. He yeah. jumped back about like... 15 20 feet or so you yeah. just see it so, so we both just jumps out of the way as it now begins to sprint towards you though it has a 40 feet movement so 
it's gonna charge right back at you okay. as it shoots a claw out towards you and collides as it just tosses you against a tree dealing six points of damage to you um yeah this next angers me but also frightens me so i'm kind of playing picky boo with this bear around this tree you know what i'm saying yeah, you two are, you're just kind I'm of playing start. picky boo with it. I'm just going back. <laughs> at this point. I'm like a little bit of survival mode because my fireball didn't work. So now I'm just like, oh my, you know, this bear isn't like just any bear, you know, it's, I, I, I got to go into survival mode just a little bit. Playing yeah. picky boo with it, trying to decide what I'm going to do. Exactly. You know, and so you, I'm God. thinking just, uh, you know, I got a little, I got some nicks on my armor and stuff, and it's taken some damage from me. So I'm thinking of like a possibly a quick healing, you know, between myself and I. Well, first we have Cypress. On, on your next turn. On your turn, you could. But right now we have Cypress up. Cypress, you see the bear who had just swept him and just kind of bashed okay. him against the tree, and it's backed up. And they have a tree kind of separating the two of them now, as you see the large owl bear kind of standing in front of the two of you. Okay, I'm like, I see my newfound friend just get attacked by this owl bear. Like, oh my god, this guy—it has to end now. He's done so much damage. What? What is this bear's health at? I'm like, all right, I got to give it all I got. So I'm gonna do a witch bolt at second level and just woof. As you back up across around the tree. You just see a large bolt of like this weird kinetic energy connecting between Cypress and the owl bears. The owl bear is just screaming out into the air, and you just see blood kind of bursting and streaming down its chest, but it's still somewhat alive. It's just kind of placing its fists deeper into the ground, trying to stay up. But this thing is clearly just at its last end as it's just trying to hold itself up and continue on. Um, but it is fucked up. So what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm a man of mercy. I understand pain. Uh, I feel like I want to walk up to it with my crossbow and put it out of its misery with a bow and arrow. Okay. As you walk up to this beast, as you just see this stream of like chaotic energy glowing in between Cypress and this, it's just a beam of bolt. You walk up as the beast is just kind of staring up, just burning in pain, and you just place your bolt up against its head and you just release the trigger as it just shoots into the beast's head and it just drops slowly to the ground. And the owl bear is dead. Um Surrounding the area, you just see the thick trees, the dead body of the old, not the old, but I mean, the soldier who has just been kind of torn apart. You see a satchel hanging off the soldier and just thick armor um, and the owl bear now lying in front of you too. Uh, the trail is off to your right and leading on back towards Hagendash itself. Yeah, too bad he's dead. I think we should uh, check him and see if he has anything worthy on him or anything maybe we should bring back to you know anybody who cares about him okay that's fair let's uh let's go search him out uh do an investigation on him see what he's got please do yeah. 
do. Oricus, as you like, you see Cypress just kind of like looking through feathers of the owl bear, expecting to find something, and clearly nothing is there. So you head on over to the soldier. As you're digging through, you kind of find a small little book. And as you begin flicking through it, you just see like at the front of it, instead of a table of contents, you just see the wanted book. And as you begin flipping through, you see different pictures. And as you kind of flip through for a moment, you notice that you see Cypress in there quite a few times. And he is a wanted criminal by the Winton Empire. Are you going to tell him? Just judging, or... judging, no, the size of the book. I'm going to keep the book. I'm going to tuck it into my cloak, into my robe. Keep it pretty hidden. Pat it in. Yeah. I'm going to continue acting like I'm searching for anything important, not really finding anything super, you know, relevant to anything. Roll a stealth check for me. No, roll a deception for me, Chris. Cypress, yeah. roll a perception. I'm blind as goddamn bat. I've rolled so many ones tonight, it's not even fucking <laughs> funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Okay, Orcus, you get this book as you kind of like, you look over it and you notice that's who you're traveling with in the wanted book as you close it up and kind of stuff it in your pocket easily enough. And he has no idea that that's what you found. No idea. Okay. No idea. Mm -hmm. So you two are kind of standing over the bodies then. What are you guys going to do? Yeah, so, hey, Cyprus, I think... uh we've done what we need to do here. There's, there's nothing else we can do. I think we need to head back to the horses and continue our journey out on the trail. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I uh, was hoping that we could save this man before he died. Uh, it's the second time that I've showed up a second too late and I feel fucking terrible. So next time I'm going to run like no one's got anything on me. Yeah. So, it's, uh, it, it's really too bad, but uh, yeah, you, Lead the way back to the horses. I'll, I'll follow behind and uh, check for anything that could be uh, sneaking up on us as I'm peering okay. onto Cyprus because I'm very suspicious. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll lead the way. It doesn't uh, seem weird to me. <laughs> 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 I'll just uh, mosey on to the... The trailer. Thanks for the ride, buddy. I appreciate everything that you've done for me. We've uh we've saved each other's life back there. It's it's fine. We're good. We're friends. <laughs> so yeah, yes, uh, sir. You two make your way off of the throughout the forest back to the trailhead. Um, your horses are exactly where you've left them. You kept them trained, and they know what they're fucking doing. So you managed to get back to your carriage and everything. Uh, Cyprus hops on. Are you hopping in back into the back of it again? Into the carriage? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm hopping. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're Where are you going, Orcus? I'm, I'm hopping back right on a horse. Right. Okay. I'm so not, you're I'm not on up. the carriage anymore. I'm, I'm hopping right on the horse. One right in the hook, the other one right in the hook. Okay. <laughs> you hop right on yeah. the horses. You two begin making your way down this trail. Um, you guys travel for another hour or so as you crest over a hill 
Uh, both of you roll a perception check for me. Perception is plus four, plus yep. eight, twelve. All right. Cypress? I'll count it out for you. One, <laughs> two, <laughs> three. <laughs> I'm rolling like garbage, bro. I don't understand. Cypress. Hey, get your head in the game. Yeah. I know. So I'm you too drunk. Roll over the fucking hill. Cypress, you were just like, even after the owl bear attack, it's for some reason has not woken you up, and this hangover is just beating in your head. So you just close That's your eyes for a moment and just rest against the back of the carriage. Um Okras in yourself. Oricus, you, as you're leading these horses at the bottom of this hill, leading down a steep incline and down into a valley, you see a large group of people kind of leading in the center of the trail. Uh, you can't quite tell what they are, but you're kind of headed straight towards them down this pathway. Um, I dig into my coin sack and I take a coin. And I toss okay. it at Cyprus to get their attention so they can see us well. That way we can both kind of analyze what's going on because they're in the back. They're a little hungover, you know, so I'm just trying to get their attention. You know, I, I, don't, I don't trust them, but any hands are helping hands. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Let's both analyze what's going on. We're slowing down the carriage and you just kind of want to look upon for a sec. You gain a gold coin, and I'll give you advantage on your investigation to wake up and realize what the fuck's going on right now. Eight. Eight. As you're rolling over the hill, he tosses you the coin as you wake up a bit. Uh, you peer over, kind of trying to take a set, as you notice uh, many of these men appear to be matching the same armor that you just saw on the dead man laying in front of the owl bear beforehand. As you guys begin to approach a bit closer towards this army, not towards the army, but towards this, there you notice about six to eight men kind of lined up. You can't quite tell. Um, and then all of a sudden you see his eyes as he turns back towards you. Unintentionally, he just glares at you as his eyes are just now glowing green, rather than the gold that you've noticed him from before and that you've gotten to know, it just glows a bright green. Master Montaigne requests a meeting with you, Cyprus. And then they begin to flash once again between green and gold, green and gold, and it just goes back to gold, and you see him kind of shake himself out of that. Okay, I want to roll... And see if I can roll through this and uh, amnesia. Do I know a master Agnes or whatever? A Montaigne. Do I know a master Montaigne? Do I know Monte? Do I know a master Montaigne? Do I? Can I get out of this? Roll a history check for me. Yeah. Come on, you failed me all this time. Just give me something, please, God. <laughs> a one. Man's I'm desperate. I've never seen him roll this many ones. <laughs> it ain't a one. It's a two. One. It's I've a tried one. so many different dice. And I just keep rolling these ones. I. <laughs> uh, Don't Cyprus, hangover, you have 
I mean, you have no idea, but you do hear the message of just Master Montaigne requests a meeting. Like, that's all you're getting. But you have, like, you were so lost that you're like, why are his eyes turning? I have no fucking idea. What do you say? Like, it's kind of <laughs> slipping your head already. And you're just kind of focused on this group of people in front of you at this point. We're coming up on these guards. I'm going to throw a sack over you. And uh, I'm going to hide you a little bit as we go past them. Okay. I, d- I don't yeah. know a Master Arcane or whatever you said. I don't remember his I said, name. I, I, I said duck down as I throw <laughs> a sack over you. You don't know why. Trust yeah, we've been in battle together. I, I'm gonna just, I'll take it. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I, I, I've been on this route many a times. Just trust me, man. That's what I'm saying. You know, trust me. I'm throwing the sacks over you. You, okay. you look like a sack of potatoes in the back of my trailer. You know what I'm saying? My okay. carriage. And I'm going by. <laughs> you know saying? I, I'm saying, it's my own wave, boys. It's my own wave. <laughs> As he throws the sack over me, I'm like, okay, a sack of potatoes. And I throw it over me, like, trying to intimidate or, like, mimic a sack of potatoes or a sack of something. I'm like, why'd your eyes turn green? I don't know what you're talking about, man, but you you need to keep cool right now as we're, we're going through here. As you two begin to roll down the hill a bit more and head up towards the guards, um, you see a large man in plate armor with a large shield and a sword kind of in its sheath, but he has his hand on it as he just places his hand up into the air telling you to stop, Akras, as you roll up towards him. Stop. Need to see your papers. Hey, man. I've been here plenty of times. I'm always coming by here. Here's my papers. He's going to investigate the cart a bit. So he just stops you as you finally roll to a halt. He says, need to look over your carts. Need to look over the inventory. And I'm, keep in mind, I'm trying to look like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. So go ahead and roll a stealth check for me. A nine? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no! He, he kind of pulls this large two-handed blade out from his side as he places the shield onto his back. As he says, he looks over at you or across and he says, uh, and where you headed today? As he begins kind of poking with his sword into all of your bags. So, hey, I was just doing my routinely, uh, you know, trades that I normally come in and do. And, uh, you know, I've had a few, you know, steps on the way. Here we are, and uh, hopefully, you know, get in and out as quick as possible. I, I don't want to be here too long. My people back are waiting for me, so if we can just expedite this process, it'd be much appreciated. Uh, he kind of nods along. He's like, understand, understand. And as he's poking through the group, uh, he kind of spears a sword as he's kind of just spearing them into each pack. And finally, Cypress, you just get hit with the tip end of a sword as it just pierces into your abdomen. And you just let out a shout. Oh, no. Oh, no. As the blade is just kind of hit your gut a bit. As it's kind of cut through the side of your abdomen. 
and drawn back out. You let out a large shout, and he just flips his blade around ready to go. And he says, if you don't stand up now, I'll kill you where you lie. And he has it. And you see five of the other guardmen now approach towards you, uh, Orcrus, as they all draw blades, small short swords, as they're just ready to attack. And wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Pick up this guy. He seems really, really nice, genuine. I found a book. I saw what was in it. I didn't like it. I decided to give him the benefit of the doubt. I say he deserves a fair trial. We, we, I, I think we need all to investigate him and give him a proper proceedings before we charge him with anything that's too serious. <laughs> all right we don't yeah. know we, we, we don't know what's going on with him you know roll a persuasion check okay <laughs> <laughs> are we about all to have right, a lawyer in the funny, next one proving guilty brother <laughs> yeah roll it 20 roll it okay. roll it roll it roll it uh 17 Oh, okay, that's something good. That's a persuasion. Uh, what am I? Uh, persuasion, right? Plus three. Yeah. So twenty. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Let's get this guy to trial. You managed to deceive him, and begin to pass by for a moment. He steps to the side, and all of a sudden, in the back of the trail over here, just blast light off into the area. The two in the back here just get blown apart as they are now tossed to each side over here. Um, just magical blasts explode. You can't quite tell where they came from, but those two are tossed to the side of the trail at this point. The rest of them now draw their blades and get ready as they're now running at you. Uh, I need you both to roll an initiative for me. Okay. The man who once approached you guys, he's just covered in thick armor with a large shield in one hand, and he places it onto his back as he draws a large great sword. now. This thing stands about five feet as he now just like, he's not accepting what the fuck you guys are putting on. Um as he just begins to charge the carriage itself after seeing his men get blasted in the back, uh, he runs towards you, across as he takes a swing. You take six points to damage as he just stands up and just, like, you fools try to deceive me, as he just cleaves it, a large blade, into your thigh as it just slices through. And he catches a grip of your meat. Um, so up next we have Cyprus. After this man just striked into Arcros himself. Um, Confused about the blast that just happened and getting stabbed in the gut. I'm just going to get out of this blanket. And I'm like, look to the nearest guy towards me, which would happen to be the guy that just hit Arcros. Yeah. And I'm going to like... I'm I'm in it. I'm ready. I'm fucking gonna do another uh, witch bolt at the second level. My last second level spell. I'm just gonna like, all right, bitch, let's go. Jumping out of the carriage and shooting it towards them, or are you yeah. staying in the carriage and shooting it towards them? I'll uh, I'm gonna stay in the carriage. Just just pop out and bop. 
just like whip the potato sacks off of you. You stand up and just blast your bolt into this man as just an electric beam is now just holding the two of you tied together as the large paladin in front of you guys. It's just like he's covered in armor, but he is just like you just have this blast connected between the two of you. Oh, Chris, I have this man. Go attack the other fellows. Uh, I want to tell Cyprus that he needs to bolt to the woods with me because I, I think we're outmanned, outgunned, outnumbered. And I, I think we need to bolt to the woods right if we still want to get to our destination. And we're, we're going to have to bolt out. And uh, I think I want to fire a distraction attack somewhere okay. uh, upon a different person. That way, the guy that we that Cyprus was attacking might hopefully get distracted by. That way, we can uh, take off on foot somewhere. Yeah. So you're going to launch a, an attack like right around that tree. That way, uh, I'm distracting them. That way, we can take off on foot. Okay, and you're doing fireball on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm uh, substituting points, as Cyprus would say. Okay, so this man back here. He manages to like jump out of the way just enough as your mm-hmm. blast explodes. So as you stand up from the cart getting ready to run, you just throw your fireball into the forest down near this guy. It just explodes, burning most of the grass and lighting a tree on fire. You see the man in the back kind of roll backwards. Getting out of the way as these two just are caught off guard as they just get lit up in flames. The both of them just, you hear (sighs) screaming and yelling as these two men are just lit on fire and burning alive. And they just kind of scatter off into the forest as you just see them drop dead into charred embers of what a human used to be. And these two are dead. We're just going to assume, I mean, I'm going to assume that there's more than just, you know, a few guards to where we're headed along this trail and so uh i i'm trying to head off on foot as far to the uh east or whatever right of the trail is gonna be yeah i'm 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 trying to head as far east as i can uh inside the tree lines to get cover between uh, okay me and everybody else that way i can kind of duck and cover when i need to be so, Cypress, you see him just throw off this fireball as the two men just explode into flames. <laughs> they go dropping, and you see Orcrus kind of jump off his home from this cart as he just begins running into the forest at this point, and you kind of lose track of him. Uh, <laughs> Bye. The next two now stand up as they begin kind of running towards the cart as well. And you just see the both of them set up in somewhat defensive positions as they're kind of prepped and ready for what's going to come towards them. Uh, One of them, you saw who was tracking you as you hopped off of your tent, just kind of loses track of you as he just shoots off randomly into the forest. And you just hear a bolt just sail past you as it just shoots into the trees. I do? Yeah. And it just, it's nowhere near you, but you do hear the bolt. Fire like up. an arrow bolt. Yeah. The other one now, um, Cypress, as he just kind of aims near the cart, he takes a shot, and you just hear it spike into the wood as you see the tip of the arrow shoot through onto the other side where you're, like, kind of taking cover at, basically. 
um, in the backfield now, these two over here, uh, you begin to see mechs. Uh, Cypress, you've seen them before yep. as they begin marching in from this northern field. Mechs They're too. slowly making their way in. Yeah, mechs. Okay. As these bots begin to march in towards the field, each of them. Uh, they're going to go ahead and fire off. As you see a few of them just place their hands out, you see these magic missiles begin to sail through the air. The two of them just get blasted in the back if they just drop against the ground, the two of them, and they're just dead on point. And the next continue marching forward towards you guys. So up next we have Paladin. Him noticing you, Cypress, he climbs up over the top of the trail as he just places a long sword straight towards you. He just slams this large two-handed sword into the boards and you just manage to roll right over to your right side as you just feel this wood get pierced directly to your back and he just peers down at you with just the angriest eyes as he's just he is ready to hit you, but he has missed. Um, up next is you, Cypress. As you just like, you have just rolled over, just miss his attack. I'm gonna give him that other fucking. I'm gonna give him another uh, electric blast of energy with that witch bolt. Uh, as he has his blade like placed into the wood of this cart, the your beam of energy that is connecting you two just like sparks with energy. As it just like you see his sword even just electrocute as he just lets go for a moment and it just takes over his body as he just kind of collapses and grabs on with one hand, kind of holding the hilt. Just he's just trying to hang on to his dear life at this moment. And you've hit him pretty fucking hard. Um seeing that um my buddy Okris has just run off to the midfield here. I'm going yeah. to then Keep range with our paladin, but step back behind the tree to the left. Okras, you're now up. As you've seen these mechs approach from the north, and you, you're kind of behind the line now at this point. As these two are here, and you see him just with this kinetic blast just shooting between them. Um, what would you like to do? I would love to communicate with those mechs and to see if they were on my side to help um, attack against these other guys to help my newfound friend help me my lichens. Is that it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. uh, roller persuasion. 21. Yeah. So as you <laughs> shout out to them, uh, you see the four mechs just in unison turn towards you as they just begin to nod. And you see all of their eyes glowing the bright green. Um, Similar to what I've known. Yeah. And they're all just kind of glowing as they just like, their heads turn to you once to focus and shake all at once. They just focus back at the group of them and begin like, they're just still just shaking their heads up and down. But they are just now focused on those two. Um, so you still have an action and you can make an attack. I want to do some tort, some sort of healing wound, my 
buddy Cypress. Healing wounds He's would there. just have enough range to hit him. I would like to I... try okay. and heal my newfound friend. Because he's okay. taken uh, some damage over, I don't know what his health is. I don't know their percentage of health. Because if it's like, you know, five damage out of 100 or five damage out of 30, I, who fucking knows. As you just like cast out a beam, a small beam of light glows in between you and Cypress. As you, Cypress, you heal up six points as you just feel refreshed for a moment. I would love to just charge back into the trail and create... Here? Yeah. Okay. And create that separation between my palms and myself and the mechs and my newfound friend with my palms. I'm trying to create that separation, you know? I mean, universal signal, palms out means hands up, don't yeah. shoot. <laughs> so, yeah, you so we're trying to. As yeah, you're, I'm trying to get in between trail. and be that, that mediating force, you know? As you're running up into the trail, you just like yeah. flash a beam of light towards yep. Cypress. Exactly. Just exactly. And you just stand there now, like placing your hands and facing all of these men. You have the mm -hmm. pallet at your back as he's just dropped to one knee and ready, ready for whatever is going to come to him at this point, basically. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. Um, How could one be so brave? So are you saying anything? these men or are you just kind of placing your hands out to stop them hold hold and you're are you intimidating them or are you no. trying to persuade them this is more of a persuasion um dialect if you must roll a persuasion for me though. dialect tone slash mech talk <laughs> obviously homie who's you know well, these guys will understand. The people coming in are mechs. These guys who you're attacking, yep. humans. Yep, 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 yep. I'm, and that's I'm putting the separation between the mechs and my oh. home. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which dice? The twenty. Yeah. Thirteen. Thirteen. You see these two men, kind of see you blast off this potion as you run into the center of all of them. Uh, and you hold out your hands to them, and they place, they don't place their blades to their side, but they kind of had them at a half mark as they're kind of staring towards their leader, the paladin, who is now, like, dropped to a knee behind Almost you. disintegrated. Yeah, like, you have your back to him as you're placing your hands out, and he is, like, on one knee as blood is just dripping from his face mac. Like down well, once his eye sockets. Yeah, and he is just like he is fucked up, and those two are kind of seeing this after most of their allies have died, and they're kind of just setting aside. Um, you see the both of them sheath their blades as they put their hands into the air, and they begin approaching towards you to head towards this man. Are you gonna allow them to head towards them? So they, they so okay. I would love to approach their once leader and yeah, he, give my compassion towards him because you know I, I I'm not really a killer. I'm a compassionate person, but you know I got to do what I got to do to survive and what I think is right. I'm yeah. not saying you know he's wrong, but I'm not also saying 
he needs to die. So I, I would love to, you know, make what contact with you? him and uh, confront him with his soldiers. Say? I'm sorry, my friend. I never meant for this to happen. I, I, I didn't mean for this to happen. I was just doing what I thought was right. Um, I was just trying to simply, you know, move along with a newfound friend of mine that I'm not sure, you know, the information on him is correct based on what I've seen. I just want to move along. Simple as can be. So you see the guard with the blood kind of dripping between his eyes as he turns towards you. He says, uh, and you're going to go ahead and just trust a criminal like that. You're going to kill my men for a criminal. But to my eyes and my vision, I have seen no such thing as a criminal. I do not see what you see. He just kind of shakes his head as he looks around between the mechs surrounding him now and you as well. This group of mechs has now approached closer into the forest. In. Uh, yeah, basically circling around you guys. Um, he just like plays large two-handed blade into his teeth and he just shakes his head he says uh well this is on you and he kind of like presses a fist into the ground to stand up as you see him just like holding his shoulder (sighs) arm against his leg as he's trying to stand and keep his composure this man is severely being honorable in front of his men like he is just holding it together the best he can as he just waves the both of them together and they begin to head back up north at this point. At this point, Cypress, you've noticed that and you've been following. He looks like the mechs that just came in, but more of just a wooden, broken down version of what the ones who just came in. He's clearly has more powers, but just kind of more rickety and fucked up. Well, thank you, Okris, for helping me in this battle and traveling me to this uh, this town. I think these mechs are on my side. They helped me keep prison. It was my pleasure. It was not my plan, but it was uh, meant to be. <laughs> as you two are talking, you see the mechs now kind of line up as they all begin stepping and marching in one order, basically as they line up on each side of the trail, just kind of like facing north and not acknowledging either of you guys, but they are just placed in spot waiting for you guys to like continue on. I think this is my calling. I have to follow these guys. They will lead me to the right path. I think I will go with you to guide you along the right path. Uh, Cyprus, where are you walking along or are you hopping back into the carriage? I will. Hey, mate, hop in. you want to ride with me? I'll ride with you. You guys hop into the carriage as these four mechs now begin just marching alongside of you. Um, Has about past 15 him. or 20 minutes begins to kind of trail on and trail on. Um, Cypress, every now and then, as you look over at Okras, you see him kind of checking over at you. His eyes are kind of just like, it flashes to a green 
as it seems to be matching the same mechs that are marching alongside you guys as it just like flashes to the screen and he stares at you for a moment and then it flashes back and goes back to the goal and then it flashes back to the green for a moment as he just looks back over you and flashes back once again back to the gold uh you guys continue on down the trail for about 15 or so minutes as the mechs finally come to a stop uh they all abrupt face and even orcos at this scene at this time seems to uh turn as well like completely disregarding you as they've now placed you in front of a large iron gate deep in the forest uh and they've appeared to have just marched you straight to this fence and you see a few of them now just shift their arms out almost regally as they put a left arm to their chest and a right arm out all pointing towards this large iron gate and as you look down this iron gate you just see a deep trail leading down the forest and a large mansion at the very top of it um so orcross um as you two are making your way towards the trail um you just kind of your eyes just flash to a bright green um, you have no longer any control as you just, you and the four other bots that have led you down this trail, just all stop in line as you separate from the trail. Um, you see one of them approach and swing open the gate as they push it open in front of you guys. You guys now all separate and point one large arm up towards the manor. Um, and Cypress now, you just stand as you just see five of these mechs all just pointing up this large swinging hill that just dips in between a forest and leads up to one large manson, mansion up at top of the hill. Um, that's where we're going to go ahead and call it. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to One Shot Dungeons. Thank you, Chris for being our play along character today uh i hope everybody enjoyed it everybody have a kick-ass day 